You're listening to the NASM CPT Podcast with Rick Ritchie, winner of the Share Care Emmy Award for Social Storytelling and the official podcast of the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the NASM CPT Podcast. My name is Rick Ritchie. A few years ago, NASM had put out a project, a product called the MMA Conditioning Specialist. And because I have a background in martial arts, I went to be a part of the instructors who teach this course. But I did something new and different and I probably shouldn't have done. I had just gotten a pair of those five finger shoes. You know, I'm talking about the five finger, you put your, it's like gloves for your toes. So I had taken those and I'm, I'm going to wear them to this new thing because I'm going to be grappling. Maybe I can use my toes while we're doing some of this training. So here's the thing. If I have been used to wearing for decades normal shoes with without cushion and the heel elevated. So I went and did a highly impactful mixed martial arts conditioning training course. And I went back to my hotel room and my feet were killing me. They were killing me. So I did something I never do because I hate being cold. I'm an Alabama boy to the core. I've been living in New York, not knowing how it gets cold up here. I'm going to ice my feet. So I emptied the bag out of the garbage can. I went to the ice machine, filled it about halfway up with ice, came back, went into the bathroom, filled up the rest with water, and I went and I sat down and I submerged one foot at a time because both feet didn't fit in the garbage can and submerged my foot. And I thought, this is so awful. I don't know. I, I might rather be injured <laughs> than, than being cold. And I know being cold and Wim Hof and everybody's being cold and that's great for you and, and good. But I just hate it so much. And then I did my other foot and it was so cold. And I did it a few more times back and forth. And afterwards, my foot felt really, really nice. And then actually put some socks on and I lie down in the bed and I relaxed. I did what we have been historically supposed to do anytime you get a boo-boo. Rest. I put ice. I did compression and I did elevation. I did all of those things because I'm specifically thinking, remember to rice. If you get hurt, you get injured, there's some damage to the tissue, you got to rice. Rest, ice, compress, elevate. I went through all of those in my head because I knew that, that that's kind of like the go-to. Now, common address for local inflammation is that. Now, it might be something that you or your clients do where something gets aggravated within uh, the workout. You might get somebody to say, oh, man, let's go grab some ice real quick and bring that inflammation down and some kind of bump or a bruise or broken skin of some sort. All right. Well, it's not wrong, but we're going to talk about rice, rest, ice, compress, and elevate versus Another acronym, MEAT, M-E-A-T, and we kind of identify which of those is, I don't know, I feel like saying better is sometimes not the right way to say it, but better, um, because it kind of seems that when you rice something, and there's a big push out there, uh, like anti-rice push out there, and here's what seems to happen based off the research, and there was a 
uh, British Journal of Medicine, I think, or maybe Sports Medicine. I'm so sorry, I'm getting this wrong. Um, they did a meta-analysis on rice. And they found that it doesn't really seem to um, really affect inflammation too much. It does limit inflammation at first. Initially, it does help to limit inflammation. But as soon as the cold is removed, then the inflammation starts back up. Your tissues still know that there's damage there. There are still inflammatory mediators all over the place. So what happens is that there's swelling that takes place and the blood vessels delivering blood, they start to expand and they're epithelial cells. So they're just kind of, they're touching each other and then they expand to create gaps. And then through that, white blood cells like neutrophils and macrophages in case there's any debris from broken skin, things like that. It also cleans up dead cells in the area. It goes and cleans that stuff. Now what happens when you ice it and you compress it, you kind of limit the amount of exudate that leaves the bloodstream and goes into the, the body area, right? So it leaves the blood vessel and it goes into this interstitial space. And that's where inflammation takes place. And this inflammation, what should we do? Should we rice it? Well, yeah, it seems that that the resting and the icing and the compressing and the elevating, even though none of those are really wrong, they all seem to be uh, temporary fix. And, and I think we kind of are okay with that temporary fix a lot of times because you're like, well, if I could just minimize the initial swelling, then maybe my eye won't uh, bulge so much from where I got knocked in the head. And that, that in fact, that may be true. Uh, but when we look at things like joints and, and extremities in the body, then we find that the next acronym might be a little better. And we also find, I find that fitness professionals like this one a little bit more because the address of dealing with some type of inflammatory process, some type of injury and local inflammation actually includes your services. So let's talk about what we talked about, right? So let's talk about meat, M-E-A-T. The first one, M, is move. We want you to move. A lot of times we say rest is the first thing you do. Well, actually, they're finding that movement is probably a lot better. So try to move. Try to get up on that knee again. Uh, try to move your arm, that shoulder that's bugging you. Now, this doesn't mean move to and through ranges of motion that hurt. We're not re requesting anybody be in pain. So once you're able to move it, then create movement. And then the next thing, the M-E, the E in that is going to be exercise. They want you to exercise the body parts, not just move it, but they want to exercise it. Exercise can include stretching. Exercise can include a little bit of resistance. It can re uh, include repetitive movement patterns in order to create strength, movement, endurance. We want you to move. So, so you want to move. You can then add exercise. And then I, I thought this one was kind of funny. I loved it because um, it's M-E-A. The A stands for analgesics. Do you know what those are? Those are pain medications, generally over-the-counter pain medications. If you hurt, take something that helps you not hurt. 
Now, there is a big push against this uh, in some circles against NSAIDs or non-inflammatory, uh, so non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. The NSAID is by its name anti-inflammatory. So a lot of the people, when we look at the anti-inflammatories and you're saying, well, you may want the inflammation. So it seems that the physical therapy world, um, some of the medical establishment are quite split on whether those analgesics should be anti-inflammatory drugs or the inflammation is in fact really beneficial. So here's the thing. Uh, acetaminophen is a good example of a drug that is an analgesic that is not uh, an NSAID. An NSAID would be like ibuprofen. So Advil, ibuprofen, Tylenol would be acetaminophen. So with that said, what, what are you going to be potentially taking? And the answer is, well, I, I don't mind if you take NSAIDs because that will decrease the pain. But it also, in some instances, masks the pain. But it also, in instances, lengthens the time of your healing because you're minimizing the inflammation. All right, well, Rick, what are we doing here? Can I, am I suggesting that my clients take analgesics? Well, I, I think that you're not so much suggesting that they do it as opposed to saying that there are two different things that are out there. There's rice and there's meat. And here's what rice says and here's what meat says. It's kind of like a new updated version. And then they can kind of decide for themselves what it is that they want to do. And if you say ibuprofen, then you may say, well, that might be good, but you may want to consider something else that doesn't limit, doesn't block the inflammation. All right. Now, with that said, we've got move, exercise, analgesics, or pain relievers, and T for treatment. This one is, so many people are overlooking it. And, and sometimes you, you can be hurt. You can even be injured and not need to go to receive treatment from some type of therapist. However, don't discount it. If you're doing these, you're going through the meat process and you need to have treatment on an area, get treatment on the area. And that's also where you, as a movement and exercise professional, M-E, certainly not an analgesics professional, So, but you, through the movement, through exercise, do you have somebody within your network that you can refer for treatment? Are you saying that I should take analgesics? I don't know. Are you saying I should go to treatment? I don't know. I'm, I'm saying that you go explore those things for yourself, but... The treatment looks like this. Here's a person that I know, trust, that I've been working with for a long time. Let me connect you with so-and-so. And I think that's really important. So we've got these two different ideas of weapons when somebody gets hurt. And, and I, I can't help but think so many times when something would happen when I was a kid and the coach would say, all right, so I'm get up and walk it off. And I was like, oh my goodness, looking back, that's actually... That's brilliant. They'd also say, rub some dirt on it. There, that was not as brilliant. That was not as brilliant. But the get up and move, that was, that was equally, that's as brilliant. That had some serious staying power in both the ability to foresee what it is that 
future research would hold and the fact that it just worked within that moment, getting up, walking it off in certain ways, taking your mind off of it, but in other ways, creating movement. Now, that's what that movement, that's what exercise does. It helps to increase blood flow to the area. Inflammation itself limits blood flow to the area once the swelling starts and the exudate happens, and then there's not as much blood flow that's going in and out, not as much nutrient exchange. Once that damaged tissue starts to get better, then the blood flow, the blood vessels start to reemerge. They actually, uh, all the busted ones, you got this new blood uh, flow network, a, a vessel network that starts to be created and that allows blood flow in that area. And then through that allows nutrient exchange and things like that in order to help facilitate the recovery from that injury. So with that being said, one more review, rice, rest, ice, compress, elevate versus meat, move, exercise, analgesics, and treatment. Meat seems to be the new rice. Meat is the new rice. And so with that said, you can now take that to your gym, to your practice, to what it is that you do and say, you know what? I don't, but here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. I, um, I wouldn't immediately see somebody that got hurt and say, that's all right, just try to keep on, on moving it unnecessarily, if they can. Here's why I say that. I had a person who went just running with a group that I was leading. And in the warm-up, she had hurt her foot. And I said, just try to keep moving with it. If it keeps hurting, you do not work through the hurt. And she tried to, and it just kept hurting. I was like, you don't, don't exercise with us if it could, keeps hurting your foot. We just don't work into. So the, the movement, the exercise does not include the pain that, that, that you feel from the injury. You want to be able to move in relatively pain-free ranges of motion. Now, there are some parts where it gets stiff. You start to feel it coming on, but it's not that bad and you can move through it. Um, she later went to get checked out and found out that she had broken the uh, a bone in her foot just by doing like a jumping jack warm up. So I, I think it's important to point out that yes, you should move and yes, you should exercise, but you can only do that within pain-free ranges of motion and be careful. We're not telling them how much analgesics to take. We're not telling them all of that stuff. And what we don't want them to do is mask any of the pain while they're going to move, while they're going to exercise. So, so be aware and be careful of that. Now, with that said, I hope that you found it interesting. How you apply it is up to you. I just hope that you found it interesting, gives you a different perspective. Once you hear RICE, which pops up a lot, there's another um, acronym and a series of content that allows us to be a bigger part of that rehabilitative process, that anti-inflammatory process, and that wound resolution when somebody gets some type of ache, pain, bump, that we can help facilitate the, the, the process of them getting better and getting back to function. All right. Thank you for listening. Appreciate everything. Like, subscribe, share, and let people know. I want to say to you, uh, if you want to reach out to me, you can hit me up at rip.richie at nasm.org, or you can follow me on Instagram and hit me up there at dr.rickrichie. Keep inspiring people to fitness. This has been the NASM CPT Podcast.